Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. It's trying to get back, get my uh, composure back right now because... Dude starts raising his voice, talking crazy to me, you know, screaming to me like I'm his son or something, you know. Well, how do you think so, I feel when you laugh at my struggle? Uh, yeah, laugh at me. Oh my god, he actually said it. <laughs> laugh at my struggle. Fuck, I was memeing. Holy shit. <laughs> you don't you don't know my truth, okay? I have to speak my truth. Hey, everybody. I bet you saw the big event, Fight Night, Tim Pool, uh, going up against R.A., the Rugged Man, hip-hop MC extraordinaire. Uh, If you were into hip-hop in the 90s, if you enjoyed uh, Wu-Tang, MF Doom, you probably came across uh, the Rugged Man. Uh, decent flow, pretty good lyrics. Um, not a prolific album releaser. I think he's only got like three or four albums to his name. But um, yeah, that's. You might also know him because you're playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. That's uh, where where this song comes from, from Underground. Anyways, I was kind of confused as to why he was on Tim Pool's show. Uh, that's that's odd to me. But like most people, I didn't get to see the episode because uh, Tim Pool took it down. Now, uh, I'll show you the reason why. But it's kind of funny that Tim Pool took it down and now is using this defense, by the way, on the Twitters uh, that the full episode is available here. Uh, not that they censored it. it there's, there was no censorship. It's just available on Timcast IRL. So you click on that. Let's watch it there. Ah, paywall. Classic. Classic. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, since I'm never going to support Tim Pool, we'll have to find a different way. And that's probably one of the many uploads that everyone has made of uh, the events that transpired. Yeah, I know, I know. That was was the the facade. You just, just, bro. That was the facade to not take away. Facade? Yes, it was like, yeah. Admitting outright, saying straight Uh, up. Bro. And your Jesse Smollett hoax. You, you, hoax. you oh, made up please, this whole story dude. about white supremacists coming to your house and saying, oh, the mixed couple and throwing racist pamphlets at you. And you, you made up a whole Jesse Smollett thing. You, you, you know, you, you know. Been and, and that's the, that's the takeaway from the struggle of the black man. It's, it seems like we're blending between No, no, you're, you're a racist prick. Here's my- <laughs> <laughs> okay, Moon Lord, Moon Lord trying to temper things, you know, trying to bring the volume down in the room a little bit, you know, like, okay, uh, it seems to me what we're doing here is we're conflating a handful of different dynamics and we should really look at the paradigm that we're trying to create. But no, Tim ain't having it. Tim is not having it. Right away with the racist callouts. Like we're blending between No, no, you're, you're a racist prick. Here's my hour-long documentary about the black struggle in Ferguson. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, great. $100,000 budget. James Baldwin interviews with people on the ground to talk about what they've been through, and you have the nerve to come up to me yeah, and well, tell me okay, my experiences yeah, okay. don't matter well, when I'm the fighting Stop the fight. Stop screaming, bitch. Stop screaming, first of all. Talk like talk to me like I'm a... Because I'm not that guy. Yeah, talk you are. Normal. You I'm are. That you actually are, dude. Yeah. You are that no, guy. Talk about, I'm not that guy. Yeah. Fuck you. All right. Stop so, screaming at, bitch. Let's calm down. Gotta gotta cut it, man. You, you think you I'm can... Talking, I'm not that guy. You don't disrespect me, bitch. What did you do to me? Did you disrespect me? Nah, you start raising did your you... voice to me like I'm some sucker. I'm did you laugh sucker, at me? Bitch. Yeah, laugh. Was did you, did you disrespect me? I was but nice thought, to you, bro. I was you being start, nice. You start raising your voice to me like I'm your son, bitch? You raised your voice to me? Bro, I said I respected you. I appreciated you. I stopped when you told me to. You said lower your voice, so I lowered my voice. I told you I respected you coming. It was a good show. I said I respected you willing to admit when you got things wrong. Bro, I have put so much of my life into this. Look at this. I watch your videos. You, you, you I already this? watched your videos. No, I see your videos. You don't. You don't. No, you I see, see your videos. You yeah, yeah, you're going you're to say, look, this, this is the non-racist thing. But the meanwhile, you have, you have videos promoting Derek Chauvin and, and acting like he, he was in the right. 
you have you have videos of that. You have videos of these are great callouts. Amazing. Again, I think that Tim Pool was just like, or his booking agent came across this and was like, oh yeah, R.A. the Rugged Man. I remember him. Tony Hawk was a fucking awesome video game. I'm a skater. I'm a skater boy. See you later, boy. So maybe I should bring him onto the show. We'll have a good time. You know, we could just talk about a whole bunch of different political issues. Uh, didn't have any idea that this person was going to be, uh, I guess, uh, not not a huge fan. Not, not a huge fan of uh, Tim and the shit that Tim does. The other guy, on some you have things. videos of the other. You, you, you have videos of the other guy, two guys, uh, Armory, uh, um, and two you guys. go, oh, but they grabbed the pistol, defending them, killing a black man in the streets, and he ran for them and giving excuses. Two guys. You have these videos, so all of this shit doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Doesn't matter. No, yet. of course not. A decade of work doesn't matter. No, because not if guys. not if no because. Okay, hold up, hold up. Uh, Tim's defense to uh, you basically do uh, right wing uh, anti Black Lives Matter videos is that like, oh no, I've 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 got this this one project that I've done that clearly shows that I'm on the right side of the of history. You know, that's that's that that's that's you know not my entire body of work. I mean, please don't look at my YouTube channels because oh boy, <laughs> it's uh, it's not not exactly going to be very pro Black Lives Matter. But um, there there is this there's there's this example. His lives were lost by police, and you were there bootlicking the fucking cops. I think we should abolish the police. <laughs> I think you don't. You claim that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking liar. Fucking liar, dude. What a weasley little liar, dude. Holy shit, dude. Still lying, dude. So you can get away with Have you talking seen my about... explosive rant where I was screaming at the camera? What <laughs> <laughs> explosive rant? Ew. Sick. I don't want to ever see that or hear about it. About how they're going to kick your door and lie to defend the state. Yeah, but then I see you defending cops. You're talking about two instances. Oh, there's more. There's more, I'm no, sure. No. Go, go to. No, 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 no. I said when to... Kim Potter shot him, I said she deserves prison for it. Okay, that's good. There you go. See, you, you, look, bro. You can't look at two circumstances. My mic's not working really good. It, it's working, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I just want to replay the, the, the moment again. And then tell you how I'm going to explain how much danger Tim Pool is actually in, by the way. You have the nerve to come up to me yeah, and well, tell me okay, my experiences yeah, okay. don't matter well, when I'm the fighting Stop the fight. Stop screaming, bitch. Stop screaming, first of all. Talk, like, talk to me like I'm a... Because I'm not that guy. Talk yeah, you are. You are. You actually are, dude. You are that no, I'm guy. About, I'm not that guy. Yeah. All right. Calm down. You, you think you can... I'm not that guy. Don't disrespect me, bitch. What did you do to me? Did you disrespect me? Did you? <laughs> Just and one more moon lord for for posterity. Of the black man. It's, it seems like we're blending between. No, no, you're you're a racist prick. Here's my. <laughs> oh, bless you, moon lord. Bless you. I love it. <laughs> seems like we're uh, blending different paradigms here. <laughs> so so nice and calm. Uh, hey, here's a here's a little background info you might not know about R.A. the Rugged Man. Tim Pool asking for smoke with R.A. the Rugged Man is how you know these alt-right types were raised on the internet. Dude went on sound bombing album and actually rapped, I want everyone dead on this fucking earth. It really hurts, because if music doesn't work, I got nothing left to live for except dying in the poorhouse. Suicide, never. But I got plots of taking out the other people. Why would you provoke a man who spent the first half of his life with literally nothing to lose? <laughs> Lamal, my man, had a Section 8 flashback. <laughs> this is the correct thing to do in that moment. Tell a friend, save a life. Oh, wow. Um, so I'm sure all of you know now that Tim Pool has, uh, has taken the video off of the YouTubes. And he's claiming that everything's great. They hugged it out. Uh, they're, they're besties again. Uh, but is refusing to put that video on YouTube and is instead hiding it behind a paywall, which is, uh, you know, a little, and, and, and a little bit the, greasy. That's the take away from the struggle of... Fight breaks out on TimCast RL between Tim Pool and some washed up irrelevant rapper. The black man, it seems like we're... <laughs> like, some people mistake you for Mexican. That was your biggest I'm not thing. one of them, dude. Like, this yeah. is the life I've lived. Yeah, you're fine. I, 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 I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying that I've got a boot on my neck. I'm saying we're, you, we're, you, you need a, to understand we're in a, uh, that there are people who have, area. if we go up to the truck stop up the block, 
nobody's looking at you like get that guy you know no. i didn't say they were yeah but what i'm saying is if you put somebody else in there they're looking at you funny you're good you're good you're going Listen. to the airport they're not pulling you over because they no 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 that's bullshit they pull you over <laughs> yes <laughs> oh man <laughs> I feel I feel like there's some growth going on right now, you know. People he's, he's having to check his privileges, you know, starting to starting to realize a little bit about maybe what it's like to be uh, racially profiled, stuff like that. Um, I mean, Tim Pool's defense could be that like I'm I'm only half white. There, there is that. Because you look like what? Because you yes, look like motherfucker. What? What, what do you look like? I get <laughs> randomly flagged every fucking time. Because you're Tim Pool. <laughs> It's, it's not because it's racial profiling. It's because you're Tim Pool. You're really famous. Holy shit. Oh. <laughs> I go to the yes, <laughs> motherfucker. So fuck if I know. Because you look like what? Oh, he's 75%. Sorry, I didn't know. Fuck if I know, dude. You really heard I got then. Yeah, because I get it fucking every single time I go. And you are a racist dude who says I couldn't possibly understand every fucking time I go to the airport. I'm randomly screened. Oh, yeah. I think it's the beanie. Every time. Every time. <laughs> I think it's the beanie. Time, I go to the UK, they put four S's. What are you screaming for? I'm screaming because, because what? when I... Because you're I, hurt that you're a white boy? I'm hurt because you're a racist. <laughs> and you have this... Whoa. Wow, man, this this seems like it's uh it's just a part of uh the discourse. It's become it's become a part of the discourse now. Yeah. Um All right. I guess I got to watch what I say, you know. I could get my entire channel taken down. Arrogance yeah. and elitism yep. that you know better than everybody, yeah. that you're the white savior, that yeah, you got to yeah, be yeah, the yeah. struggle for the brown, poor brown people. No, I, and then I didn't every say that. fucking I didn't say that. time, when no, bro, no, no, show, no, listen to what no, I have to say. When I say something like, when I'm being polite, when I'm being polite to you, lower your voice, bro, when I'm being polite to you, motherfucking human, when I'm being polite to you, and then I say, I deal with this problem, and then you laugh at me, dude. Yeah, I laughed. Yeah, I laughed at you. Man, I wish I had the whole thing. I wish it wasn't behind a paywall. You can tell him. Because okay. there's so many good clips. Ooh, this one seems like it's 22 minutes. Yeah. What I can tell you is one of the one of the difficulties in my life is people who grow up in a white suburb, everybody's white. I go there, I'm not white. I don't believe that. Well, so you're wrong, but let yeah, me explain. I don't believe that. I think somebody might... You just said on the last show that, like... Some people mistake you for Mexican. That was your biggest thing. I'm not thing. one of them, dude. Like, this yeah. is the life I've lived. Yeah, you're I, fine. I, I, I don't... I'm not, I'm not saying that I've got a boot on my neck. You're fine. I'm saying... Worry, you, wor my mom's indigenous. I'm white. <laughs> if I walk into a supermarket or I walk into a community, people don't look at me and think immediately, oh, I, I wonder, wonder what racial mix-up, what mixed race combination that young gentleman, that young fellow is. It's like, no, over there, that's it's a white guy. It's a, it's a white boy. It's, it's right over there, you know? We're, you you we're need a, to understand we're in a, uh, redneck, that there are people we're, we're who have... Area. Community. If we go up to the truck stop up the block... Nobody's looking at you like get that guy, you know. Nobody. I didn't say they were. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, if you put somebody else in there, they're looking at you funny. You're good. You're good. You go to the airport, they're not pulling you over because they. No, 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 no. That's bullshit. They pull you over. Cause yes, because you, you look like what? Because you yes, look like motherfucker. What? What do you look like? I get <laughs> randomly flagged every <laughs> fucking time I go Whoa. to the airport. <laughs> See, you're what reason? <laughs> fuck if I know. Because you look like what? <laughs> this is one of the greatest Tim Pool freakouts I've ever seen. This is unbelievable. What a gift. What a gift, you know? This is a this this just feels like after a week of me being so utterly dejected by the discourse, so utterly dejected by everything I see before me, uh, that I feel sometimes that we're regressing in terms of progress for like racial equality or whatever you want to call it. Uh, this happens, you know. It, it feels like it's it's a wonderful it's a wonderful little cherry uh, on a terribly embarrassing, horrible week. Uh, for for uh, for this kind of a discourse. Fuck if I know, dude. <laughs> you really motherfucker. Yeah, because I get it fucking every single time I go, and you are a racist dude <laughs> who says racist. I couldn't possibly understand every fucking time I go to the airport. I'm randomly screened. Oh, yeah. I think it's the every penis. time, every time, yeah, yeah. every time oh. I go to the UK. They put four S's. What are you, what are you screaming for? I'm screaming because, because when, <laughs> I, when I yeah, it's also true. Like this whole thing accelerated, but it's because of Tim Pool. Like he's just losing. His shit over this, over someone being like, by the way, uh, you appear to be white and you are probably going to be treated like a white person in society because of that. I'm not saying you are. I mean, like, you know, I know that you're uh, part Asian, but I'm just saying because you visibly look white, you will get that privilege. And he's like basically explaining that to him. It's like, motherfucker.
I get stopped at the airport, motherfucker. I get profiled. Because I'm called Tim. You're hurt that you're a white boy? I'm hurt because you're a racist. <laughs> yeah, you and you have this arrogance yeah. and elitism yep. that you know better than everybody, yeah, that yeah. you're the white savior. Oh, Lonerbox, big fan. If Tim Pool is getting flagged at every airport he goes to, it's only because, A, they haven't profiled at the batshit Civil War guy. B, they just want to know what's under the beanie. I, I'd say B, definitely B. To be fair, being white passing doesn't help much in airports. My experience in American airports uh, always flipped as soon as they saw my uh, Arabic name on my passport. It's very likely Tim has an Asian American. Uh, it's very likely that Tim is an Asian American, especially during COVID. Can't imagine who he could blame for that. Motherfucker. That yeah, you got to yeah, be yeah, the yeah. struggle for the brown, poor brown people. No, I, and then I didn't every say that. fucking I didn't say time. When no, I watch bro, your no, no, show. no, listen to what no, I have to say. When to I nothing. say no, something no, no, like, no, when, I'm being, first, polite, when I'm being first, polite to you, lower your voice first, when I'm being polite like to you, when I'm being polite to you, and then I say, I deal with this problem, and then you laugh at me, dude. Yeah, I laugh. You're a racist. No, no, it's not racist. That's the thing. I don't think people experience they understand what real racism is, you know? Like racism is being profiled everywhere you go against your will, like being stopped by the police if you're indigenous in, uh, in Canada, things like that. Like that's 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 racism. It's being treated differently. It's it's not someone trying to explain to you about how hierarchies work, what is institutional racism, saying that hey, uh people would perceive you as being white. Like that the offense that you're taking. I feel like this is the first time he's ever had this conversation before racist because yes, we're is, talking dude. about systematic racism in america and then you go my struggle is this to discredit <laughs> the struggle of the black man and the black when woman. The, that's the, what i literally just said they have it worse than i do i literally just said yeah, i know i know that was that was the, the facade you just you just to, broke the facade to not take yeah so he said that like he and he said that so flippantly at the start this is such a good call out where he was just like no i i, I definitely think that black people uh have it harder in america than i do uh in terms of uh you know uh, racial profile and stuff like that anyways i now want to tell you about my lived experience i want to speak my truth and i want to be seen <laughs> facade yes it was like yeah. admitting outright saying straight up bro and, and you're jesse smollett hulk you, you hulk she oh, made up please, this whole story dude. about white supremacists coming to your house and saying oh the mixed couple and throwing racist pamphlets at you oh, and you made up a whole subscription uh paul leary thank you very much for the tier one subscription also i didn't know that happened is, is, is that a part of tim pool lore that i didn't know Jesse Smollett thing, you, you, you know, you, you, you know, been and, and that's, the, that's the takeaway from the struggle of the black man. It's, it seems like we're blending between. No, no, you're, you're a racist prick. Here's my hour long documentary and about the black struggle in Ferguson. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, great. A hundred thousand dollar budget. James Baldwin interviews with people on the ground to talk about what they've been through, and you have the nerve to come up to me yeah, well, and tell me okay, my experiences yeah, okay. don't matter well, when I'm the fighting Stop the fight. Stop screaming, bitch. Stop screaming, first of all. <laughs> Talk like talk to me like I'm a because I'm not that guy. Yeah, talk you are. Normal. You I'm are. Not that guy. You actually. Part of me wants to kind of watch that to see exactly how biased it is. And why did it take a hundred thousand dollars to make a YouTube documentary? I, that's another part I'd like to know. It was a good show. I said I respected you, yeah. willing to admit when you got things wrong, bro. I have put so much of my life into this. Look at this. I watch your videos. You, you, you I already this? watched your video. No, I see your videos. You don't. You don't. No, you I see, see your videos. You yeah, you're going to say, look, this, this is the non-racist thing. But the meanwhile, you have thing. you have videos promoting Derek Chauvin and and acting like he he was in the right. You have you have videos of that. You have videos we of the other guy. On some you have things. videos of the other. You, you, you have videos of the other guy. Uh, Two guys. Uh, Armory. Uh, um, and Two you guys. Go, oh, but they grabbed the pistol, defending them, killing a black man in the streets, and he ran for them and giving excuses. Two guys. You have these videos. So all of this. See, yesterday all I saw was the clip of like him uh, about to like beat the shit out of Tim Pool. That was it. That was the only thing I had seen. I had no idea this was such a good call out. I don't know. He went in there having watched Tim Pool's content and someone finally said all this kind of stuff to his face. Shit. Doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Doesn't matter. No, yet. of course not. A decade of work doesn't matter. No. Can you interview RA? Uh, I, I could try. I think he's more, he's a little too famous for, for the likes of me. All right. His DMs are open. Oh, because not if, not if no, because lives were lost by police, and you were there bootlicking the fucking cops. I think we should abolish the police, <laughs> but you don't. You claim that, so you <laughs> get away with Have you talking seen my about explosive that. rant where I was screaming at the camera about how they're going to kick your door and lie to defend the state. Yeah, but then I, I have been in news twice. Cops. True, you're talking it's, about two. Got me a check mark. 
Oh, there's more. There's more, I'm no, sure. No. Go, go to- No, 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 no. I said when to... Kim Potter shot him, I said she deserves prison for it. Okay, that's good. There you See, go. See, you, you, look, bro. You bro. can't look at two circumstances. My mic's not working really good. It, it's no. working, bro. And okay. We can hear you. We can hear you. Oh, you could? <laughs> we could hear you. Yeah. Well, there's there's, there's two circumstances, high profile ones, where the core of the issue is the facts of the case. It's not a, it's, 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 I, I don't view the world collectively the way you do. And I'm not yeah. saying you're wrong for doing it. I'm saying if I see individual actions, we must protect the innocent if they're, if they're, the, the individual if they're innocent. Mm -hmm. So this means when I put out a document, a documentary. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. Tim Pool, this was in that period of time, April 30th. This was around uh, when he was doing this thing where he would just uh, tweet out every single opinion. Like he would, he would, and they would be direct, uh, conflicting opposites of each other. It, it would be like, uh, uh, what is it? Abolish uh, the IRS, fund the IRS. And then the whole point was he thought he was so clever because he's like, what I'm doing is I'm tweeting out so many different ideas and opinions that if journalists try to figure me out, uh, they won't be able to because I've just, I, I say everything. And it makes me seem like I'm on every single side of uh, the political spectrum. About it's called a report from occupied yeah, territory. It was it was a whole. It talks about how the. Uh, I have a video on it. Like he says it out loud in one of his streams. He's like he thinks he's so clever by by coming up with this strategy. I think I think I've crafted a a strategy that creates a paradox that cannot be countered in any reasonable capacity. Uh, I'm sure there will be attempts, but the ultimate issue is this: I tweeted abolish the ATF. I tweeted abolish the IRS. Which one of those, if any, are my actual opinions? I also tweeted. You know, uh, th there was a study saying that, you know, Fauci said something like COVID lockdowns. We, we, or, or they said something like, we don't know if there's ever going to be an end of the pandemic. And so then I said, okay, then release all the restrictions. There's actual opinions in there. Which one's the real one? Maybe you can come to one of my, you know, podcasts and try and figure out how I really feel about things. Do I really want to abolish the ATF? I said abolishing the police is wrong. What's my real opinion? Go ahead and figure it out, journalists. You won't be able to, which means <laughs> any tweet ever used by any publication from me will be them publishing complete bunk BS. You will not be able to determine which one of my tweets is real. Police, we literally interviewed guys whose, who, whose brother was mm -hmm. murdered by cops and covered up. We talk about how the cops systematically focus on these kids to put them through what's called, it's called going on tour. They'll, they'll, uh, what happens is because in St. Louis, there's like 99 jurisdictions. If you got a busted taillight, on your way to work, you drive through five cities. <laughs> yeah, Punisher Arms Dealer. I'm literally playing both sides so that I always come out on top. Each cop will give you a ticket. Then when you get arrested for not being able to pay it, they run you through every city over the course of a month, destroying your life. Yeah. That's what this is about. When we see collective injustice, when I see it, I talk about it. Because there are two circumstances where I said we have questions about the individual's <laughs> rights or innocence, you, you can't disregard everything that I've done. Okay. Yeah. So you did a documentary that... Uh, More than one. About. Okay. We did, we did several dispatches, which were mini documentaries, about 10 minutes long. We did yeah, like six or seven of them. but I watch your videos when you, you do the booga booga shit. What booga booga shit? Yeah, like the critical race theory th videos where you go, oh, you know, they're gonna, the white boys are gonna be so offended and their kids are hurt feelings and all that but stuff. But we don't, like, we don't, we don't talk about the white people of why, it. We why, had an Asian woman on the show. Why do you talk about that though? Why do you, why, why are you so obsessed with critical race theory? Why is it when, so scary to you? When you people know? are are discriminated against and, 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 on the basis no, of their but, race, I we, get, we say yeah, it's wrong. You know, public school, we got to be choosy about what we teach yeah. as a society. <laughs> so that's yeah. we're kind of deciding what how we're gonna teach little kids and. I'm trying to. I'm sitting here. <laughs> but like that's a lie you moon lord you're lying right now and either you're lying or you're totally misinformed that like that was never a thing they, they were never going to teach critical race theory to kids no no y university students and even then in a highly specialized field wow they're trying to get back get my uh composure back right now because dude starts raising his voice talking crazy to me you know, screaming to me like I'm his son or something, you know? Well, how do you think so, I feel when you laugh at my struggle? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Oh, my God, he actually said it. <laughs> laugh at my struggle. Fuck, I was memeing. Holy shit. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know my truth, okay?
I have to speak my truth. I get profiled at every airport I go to. Has nothing to do with being a super famous internet celebrity. Not nothing to do with being one of the biggest YouTubers in the world. None of that. Has nothing to do with that. It's because of me and my race. I'm profiled everywhere I go. This this is Holy a very shit. passionate. This is a very passionate heated debate. Let's you know, try, you know, try to you focus know, on facts. Let me, yeah, let, don't, I start, wanna, don't start. Oh, I got stopped at the airport, and then pointing at my. You yeah, laughed yeah, at yeah. me. You like you. Yeah, because like, it was funny to me. Yeah, exactly. It, it is funny to me. Your struggle is funny. It's so funny you that me that there's people who are racist towards me. It's yeah. funny that every time you're I go not, to the airport, though. it's not true. It's like you you know it, it, this whole thing where you're trying to be this victim. You created that. You're creating <laughs> this victimhood. I know. Based. Based. Amazing. Holy shit. R.A. This is such a good episode. Now I totally know why Tim Pool took this down. I don't live in that world. You do. Go anywhere. You're safe in the fucking world, man. So, so. You're creating, like, I have, my grandparents were Asian. There's no arguing with, 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 with ideological racism. (laughs) To me, when you look at critical race theory and the onset of it, you see racial disharmony. Like, race relations are pretty bad right now. I see race. Like, they genuinely believe it, too. Like, I I can tell. Tim Tim is, like, he's being 100% genuine there. He's, He's just straight up, like, yeah, no, there's... There's no changing the mind of uh, a terminal racist, a bigot like yourself. Yeah, one of the most racist people I've ever seen, to be totally fair. Yeah, there's basically David Duke and there's you. Yeah, together. There's a correlation on his show, though. But but I would would say race relations overall have been deteriorating Mm -hmm. ever since the onset of critical race theory when we're meant to see each other as different races rather than the creed and the character. You have to look at it and you have to know it exists. You won't. And you have to know it exists. And you have <laughs> to. Oh, <laughs> you won't. You're ignoring. You're being racist towards me right now. Is this is this racism? <laughs> is this systemic oppression? <laughs> Tim Pool is the biggest butterfly meme. I can't believe it. Holy shit. <laughs> and he's actually trying to educate them too. Like. The, the problem with everyone who's, like, so angry about CRT is twofold. One, they don't know what it's about. Like, they, they only know what they've been told from Fox News and all these other fear mongers, so they have no idea what it's about. But they have this idea, and they've wrapped their heads around this concept, that it's leftists and liberals and progressives who are trying to divide the world by race. As if it's them and them alone. Whereas if we just ignored this and we all just treated each other completely as equals, we became, you know, blind to race. We kind of, uh, we stopped seeing color, for example. And I shouldn't have included liberals because they kind of, they have that same mentality as well. If we just did that, if we did that, then we would, we could judge people based on the content of their character. That's, that's all we need, right? And he's trying to explain to them very, very simply that what CRT does is it analyzes how society reflects and treats people differently based on race so it's something that's already happening so if you want to ignore it you're just trying to ignore the problem you're just trying to be like oh no i don't i don't see race i don't hear race i don't it's it's out of sight out of mind you know i don't think about that everything's fine instead of realizing how these systems actually work well, there's like big R racism no, and small R racism. Do you really I, I feel beg like you, bro. You really I beg big R racism and small R. Oh, no, no, that's racism with the small R. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that one's okay. You, Life bro. feel like some huge victim. I, I you beg really you believe a, to listen to what I have to say, you really but you believe, laugh, you don't care. Yeah, because do you really believe you're some really over-the-top uh, victim of American society and they look at you like this lesser of a person? You know, do you really believe that? You can't believe that. You can't. It's hard for me to fight racism when you don't believe it exists. No, I believe racism <laughs> exists, but you don't. You try to take away from racism by by being the victim yourself. It's it's you know you know what got me really angry is like there's a lot of things I can say like over and over again. I think there's a lot of people in this country have way worse than I do, and every time I bring up something I went through, you just laugh and you laugh and you laugh. You say <laughs> he's such a little kid. Oh my god, <laughs> doesn't exist. It's not real. And then the thing, the funny thing about the airport is I literally just traveled uh, to Austin and I got randomly screened both there and back. Yeah, they yeah, pulled yeah. me out of the line. Right, so you can have a whole bunch of stories in which like people had prejudice against you. You might have had uh, some stories in your childhood you can bring up and everything. What he's trying to tell you is as a whole society, are you systemically oppressed? 
when you go somewhere, are you going to be treated uh, completely different based only on uh, the color of your skin? Is that going to happen? Because that does happen to black people. That does happen to brown people. That does happen to indigenous people. It doesn't happen to white people. You know, that's that's the point. Line. They tell me I got to go through special screening, and I don't yeah. know why. I don't yeah, know it's why the it beanie, happens. And I'm not. I, I'm not joking. I don't know why it happens. <laughs> yeah. Other people have had Moonlord based. Like, it happens every time. I'm not saying it's race related, yeah. but it's just like, damn, dude. I experience shit. You laugh at me for you. Tell me it's not yeah, real. Yeah, getting getting pulled over at the airport. Somebody cops try planting drugs on somebody me. Somebody mistaken you. Cops for a pulling Mexican. us over at gunpoint. Oh yeah. Bro Whoa, hardcore. Some new lore. I didn't know. Cops planted drugs on Tim Pool and pulled him over at gunpoint. I'm going to have to press X to doubt until there's a little bit more information. That seems uh, seems pretty hardcore. Seems like something Tim would have made into, I don't know, a documentary or two, you know? Bro, I'm from the south side of Chicago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, do you think, I don't think you get, you, you, like, you just don't understand and you don't want to understand. Yeah, I don't believe you're a victim. I don't. <laughs> I don't understand that you're a victim. I don't believe it. What do you think life was like for me on the south side? You think that like the white cops were just like, oh, this kid's cool. He's one of us. Or do you I think, think I got charged? I think he had, got a, had a lot better than a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people. I Probably. I agree know. with you on that. You know, but it's just, it's just so hard when I'm like, but you need to understand I experience racism in a way you don't. And you yeah. just laugh at me for it. No, well, what I think the problem is, is because we were taught, this always comes up when we're talking about the black struggle. And we're talking about police killing black people. But I, I started then this. you always bring up. I started this conversation. you always bring up that I'm the Asian guy. So I'm the Asian guy. I'm the Asian guy to take away from black folks. I started this conversation specifically about my experiences not about the black community. Yeah, but what we were on the topic of the black community and, and, and blacks being killed and stem. No, 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 no. That's, where, that's where you brought it. That's so let's, it. let's put it this way. Like, this is why I said in the beginning, I, I don't deny, I think black people have it way worse than I ever did or, or ever will in this country. But I do experience racism. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a unique form of it. This, yeah. is, this is intersectionality. That for <laughs> my family no, particularly, not. we have no generational wealth. My grandfather died in poverty. And you know what my grandfather died doing? He was doing underpaid work in the black community for tax services to try and help him. Yeah. He, ran, he ran a company with my aunt called Assetax, mm -hmm. and he, he told me that this is the place we need to do the work. My grandfather married an Asian woman in, in the 1930s, I think. They, they met sometime so in like... How much Asian are you? Quarter. Quarter? quarter. You're not even half. Jesus. Yeah, second generation. <laughs> Come on, Whoa. man. Yep. Quarter Asian. Um, they planted Tylenol on Tim. My God. My God. He's just... He's just been uh, he's been living his whole life systemically oppressed. And what's really sad about this is like Tim uh, is trying to speak his truth and he's trying to be seen right now. Uh, and this other person simply keeps telling him uh, things like you're you're white passing. Uh, people will most likely think you're white if you go somewhere. Uh, I don't think you experience systemic oppression the same way black people do. He keeps saying these things, but then Tim keeps responding with you're racist. You're being racist to me right now. This is racism. This whole thing. Jokes aside, fucking feels like the butterfly. The butterfly meme? Like, that's fucking, that's Tim Pool. Every single thing is like, is this oppression? Is this systemic racism? You know, am I, are you doing Jim Crow on me right now? Is that what's happening? Very most likely that someone else with the name or someone with the name close to it, that type of leader, they used to work as a ticket agent and I'm currently a fight attendant. This is common. Oh, yeah, no, like, uh, okay, A, I think it's, uh, you know, if he's uh, trying to bring a beanie onto planes every single day, it could be that. They might want to know what lies beneath the beanie, as we all do. Um, but also, he's like one of the most famous p political internet people, like ever. So it might have something to do with that as well. I, I don't know. Or it could be, uh, that he's being racially profiled every time he goes to a plane. They look at him and they're like, uh, sir, sir, uh, you are 25% Asian. Uh, we noticed that. And uh, we're not going to have to pull you over for a random security check uh, because of that 25%. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's, definitely, uh, that's definitely there, you know? Laughing at me for that. For what? For being a quarter Asian. No, I'm not. No, I'm laughing because mm. you hit it. You hit this topic so hard. Because like, of my experience. I'm Asian. I'm Asian. And they look at me crazy. And you're not. You're 75% you're white guy. And you look like a white guy, and you talk like a white guy, and you act like a white guy. Yeah. Oh, you had all the. Let's see the pictures. Of you Insane popes, almighty popes. I wasn't a gangbanger. I never yeah, joined them. Let me them. see you with all the gangbangers <laughs> playing video games together. Let me see. This. Yeah, they, they, the, the insane popes broke into my house, stole all my shit. Oh, that happened too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, you got a rich dad. Is that true? <laughs> no, my dad. Uh... They paid for you to be like to, to work with these people. That's what people were saying. Oh shit! Oh shit! Gloves off! Gloves off! It's happening. Yeah, my dad was rich. He was so rich. Was he? <laughs> no, he was the brokest dude on the planet. Yeah. Somebody made that claim. Yeah. Well, it's cool. 
Hassan at the airport gets hands tested for explosive residue regularly. Not joking. Oh, I don't know if y'all know this, but like, you know, I do a YouTube channel with another person named Dave who happens to be uh, his family is from India. Uh, so every time I go to the United States with him, he gets random security checks every single time. I'm not joking. I have crossed the border maybe seven times, I think, in my life with him. Every single time. Doesn't matter if it's at the airport. If it's at the airport, and I was once in a group with like 15 people because we were going to a bachelor party. He was the only one of us, because the rest of us were either white or white passing, and, and there was one Korean uh, person. He was the only one of us who got pulled out of the line for the random security check. Like, every single time. You know? Like, that. that is profiling. That is racial profiling. He's being profiled because of his skin color. That's, that's, that's like what Tim room. Pool is talking about where he's like, you know, I grew up in the south side of Chicago. You don't understand uh, because I had to like survive. I had to pretend that I'm white. So that's why I've been doing code switching my whole life. And, you know, ever since I became this incredibly famous internet celebrity, it seems like I just get, uh, I get screened at airports a lot more. Uh, but I think that's just because uh, of the racial prejudice against me. Like, what are you talking about? Tim, that, that, that's why this is so funny. That's why he's laughing. He's not like, and myself as well. I'm not laughing at the fact that you're 25% Asian and 75% white like Tim's trying to frame it. He's trying to turn this whole thing into like, no, this, you, you're racism. You're racism in me right now. This this is racism me. You're, you're racism in are, are we? Am I being racismed? Uh, Sparkly Comrade, thank you for the tier one. I appreciate it with the message. Yay for being here for a full year, Lance. You helped me realize it was okay to be non-binary by always being willing to defend a person's gender identity. So thank you very much. Oh, wow, Sparkly. That uh, that warms the heart. That warms the heart on a on a rather on a rather dour week. You know, we we lost we lost uh, some great streamers this week. Uh, so that is that is uh, that is a very good thing to hear. Thank you. Cool. So I'm from I'm from the south side of Chicago. Southwest specifically, near uh, Cicero and uh, 47. Holy shit. Holy shit. R.A. the Rugged Man just wrote back and said, definitely, holy fuck. Whoever in chat just said, hey, you should probably reach out to see if you can get an interview. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Fucking yes. All right. Uh, when you available. I'm actually watching your masterpiece live right now. Oh man, let's get real meta. See if I can bring him onto the show right now. And it was uh, mostly uh, the Popes were the gang down there. We're matching. So you had insane oh, Popes, you had the Almighty the Popes. The Almighty, po the Almighty Popes were chill. They smoked. Yeah, pop. I do. But who did you hang out with? Is what I was asking about. Yeah, the gangbangers. Oh, so so a lot, of, lot of the kids. So so most of these kids. So were they at your crib and you were playing yes, video games? They and were hanging, where, where? having sex in my bed. Yeah. I was a little kid though. They were older no, than I'm me. I'm saying, who'd you hang so, out with when you you know when you wanted to come up? Where'd you learn how to talk? Like, like, where'd you, where'd you get your dialect from? Who, who'd you roll with? Who'd you TV. try to be like? TV. TV. <laughs> I was raised oh, on the and, streets. and the rest was just gangbangers and hanging TV. out at your house? Like, where, <laughs> you know, did you hang out with nerds? Did you hang out with, who'd you hang out with? Kids in this <laughs> park. <laughs> yeah, gangbangers. Oh, you hung out with all the gangbangers. Let me see some photos of your childhood. Of you hanging out with the gangbangers, the tough guys. Let me see them. I'm serious. I got pictures of my childhood. So when I was uh, nine, uh, my, my mom opened a cafe on the north side of Chicago. Got a small business loan, used our house as collateral. We were a lower, lower middle class family. My dad was a firefighter. So my dad would be gone for two days at a time because firefighters were two on, one off. While my dad was out, my mom didn't live with us anymore. The insane and almighty popes basically took over our house. You want to meet my sister? And she'll tell you all about it. She's Shit, here tell too. Me the story, tell me the story. And so basically I'm 9, 10, 11. And they're drinking, they're smoking, they're in my room, they use all my stuff, they're having sex in my bed. That was life on the south side so of they, Chicago. So they, they stole your house? What do you mean? They, they, they just <laughs> I just came over and they were like, we got this house to hang out at. My sister was a little bit older, but she was, oh, I so think, only like 14. with some of them and let them in? I don't think it was my sister. I honestly don't <laughs> know. <laughs> we hadn't, our parents weren't home. This is so embarrassing. Oh, my God. <laughs> they took over your house? <laughs> it's like you don't know what it's like. You don't know. What it's like. <laughs> she, she let them inside. Ransacked the house. Ransacked stuff. They actually Just cleaned it up. Just be honest. Did they, who let them in? They, they actually them cleaned themselves. it up. Oh, so they knew you guys were alone. And they said, this is the house. That yes. Like, <laughs> but hold on. Casing it. The almighty popes were stoners, and they were pretty cool. Mm -hmm. They cleaned. So you let them in. They, they I mean, I, I didn't let anybody. I was a little kid. It was maybe my brother, my sister. They knew us from <laughs> the middle part. So someone let them in this. What are you talking about, Tim? Why did you bring this story up? Like, it's this really hardcore thing that happened to you. He's like, you don't know. 
All right. You don't know what it's like growing up in the streets, man. You know, all of a sudden, all these gangbangers came over to my house. They were just having sex in my bed, getting wild, getting nuts. My brother let them inside and we were actually friends with a lot of them. They were actually my brother's uh, friends at the end of the day. And they were they were actually very nice and polite. They they cleaned uh, while they were there. It was, uh, it was very, very kind of them to do all that. Actually, it was uh, quite, quite a lovely experience. Um, but yeah, I'm street. I'm street. My brother's a year and a half older than me. We were little kids. And uh, at first, when you started telling the story, I thought it sounded like uh, what's the Humphrey Bogart desperate hours where they come in the house and take over and start having <laughs> they sex. They actually clean. I don't want to stress that point. The Almighty, <laughs> the Almighty Popes will clean our house because they knew if yeah. our parents came, came back, my dad came back from the firehouse and found it all fucked up, oh, okay. shit would be fucked up. Yeah, but one day. That sounds safe. That sounds like a good time, you know? Guys, yeah, they weren't all bad dudes. Cleaning your just house. Just being gangbangers. Oh. They veed in. My, Andy got, my friend Andy got veed in my basement. Who were your friends? Colleen, here's a clip of what I went. No, I'm not. You can't watch banned streamers on Twitch. It bans you unless you're trying to bait me into getting me banned too, in which case uh, you have been thwarted. That's what I'm just trying to find out. I'm just trying to find out about your childhood. I'm, I'm just, who were your friends? Who Same you, kids. I thought they were your older brothers. You didn't know who let them in the house. Who, right. who was like your boy? Who like, yo, this is my best friend. Who were your best friends that you rocked with? I didn't have one. You didn't have no friends at all. I the friends from the skate park, bro. Just tell me from, or from Vidum Park. Oh, we so didn't have okay, so you hung out with the skaters. That took ten minutes to get it out of you. So some of them. Eventually, okay. by the time I was sixteen. So when I was nine, ten, and eleven, one of our friends, Andy, he wasn't allowed in the house. My dad didn't let him in. He once shot me in the leg with a BB gun because he's a piece of shit. But you know, we were friends, and uh, he got veed in my basement. Meaning the Pope's. You know what that means? No. Get, get <laughs> Do you know what that means? I don't know if you know the slang. All right, I'm going to drop some truth on you now. V, you get violated to join the gang. So they, bring, oh. they brought him in the basement and they, they, they so beat they him up. somebody? No, no, no. Veed means they, they beat him up. Oh, who was this, your brother now? Or Just a guy. From, one, of, one of my friends in the neighborhood, his name was Andy. Oh, so they beat somebody up in your basement? Already. They beat him up so he could join. It's initiation. You want to join the gang, you get <laughs> okay. Veed. Uh, another dude I violet, violet was given a gun and else, told yeah. to kill when he was 13. He was given a gun and told to go kill two people because 13-year-olds get out when they're 18. And so that dude did. He got out when he was eighteen. He came back, and that was the first time like we had ever actually met him because you know he went to prison. We went to juvie after he yeah, killed. I hung two out people. with a lot of shooters too. I had a lot of murderers in the house, you know. I so shoot, I, shooters I, and murderers in my house, you know. Uh, so sure. you know the funny thing is what I hear a lot of from the Occupy Wall Street people is that when I first got there and I was just some dude showing up with my phone, they told me. That I was the, the perfect symbol, that I was like this smart oh, dude. Latte, good question. Good, I don't know. I, I said yesterday the Hillary Clinton, uh, the Hillary Clinton reading her own acceptance speech while crying was the cringiest moment of 2021. But this is a strong contender. This, 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 like the fact that this is still going. The Tim Pool is still desperately trying to explain how he was raised on the streets and had a really bad childhood. And somehow this actually explains why he's been experiencing systemic racism his entire life. Uh, the fact that he's still doing it still and just getting relentlessly mocked along the way, like for every single thing. And, and it just keeps getting worse, too. He's like, yeah, you know. Uh, it was really hard. One time, me and my sister, they let in a bunch of like a, a bunch of gangbangers just came into the house. It's like, well, what do you mean? Like, like kidnapped your house or like took it over? Were, were they squatters? What the fuck are you talking about? It's like, no, no, they they were probably let in by one of my brothers because because they were friends and they kind of just cleaned the house. It was really hard, though. It was really really hard. Who was you know uh, held back? No high school diploma. No opportunities. And then once I got featured in a magazine, they said exactly what you said, that I talk white, I sound white, I'm Silver Spoon, and I come from that world, and it's never been true. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you what I did see. I, 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 I understood what was going on around me, and I watched a lot of TV, I watched a lot of movies, and I, I learned how people spoke. No. Fortunately, I had, I think my parents were good parents. Not, you know, we weren't well off or anything. We lost yeah. the house. We ended up, yeah. when, once we lost the house in bankruptcy, my parents ended up getting a divorce. Went to uh, Kennedy High School, and uh, I remember the first fight, the first like month I was there, one guy got hit in the face, fell to the ground, and then pulled a two-by-four out from under a car. The other guy said, I thought we said no weapons, bitch. We got all the kids hanging out. Mm -hmm. And then the guy goes up to another car and then pulls out a gun. Someone yells, strap, and everybody runs. Yeah. That, that, was sound, that. that sounds like high school stuff. 
Uh, from Twitch chat, Tim gave the location of where he grew up. The neighborhood he lived in was the second wealthiest neighborhood in the south side of Chicago and one of the safest. Wow. It's almost like uh, R.A., the rugged man, was completely correct when he said Tim Pool's trying to manufacture. He's like, you're making this up. You, you want to create oppression for yourself. You you want to be oppressed. You want to be able to say that you experience the same kind of uh, oppression that, say, black Americans do in this country. And th- that you are experiencing systemic racism. He's like, but you you are visibly white. He's like, you're visibly white. You, you, you look white. You sound white. You just told me that you're 25% Asian, but you still say that, like, you know, you are this uh, this person who's consistently experiencing uh, racial oppression. Like, if he grew up in one of the richest neighborhoods, like, what what are these stories? I don't even understand why you would posture like this. Like, it's utterly bizarre to me uh, if someone's trying to explain to you how you have, like, you know, privilege in society or anything like this. Why would you then be like, no, like, I don't know. I can't tell right now. Does Tim genuinely believe this? Does he believe that because he's been oppressed racially his whole life that he had to uh, change his language and dialect and the way he looks and the way he talks uh, just to to fit in and survive? Because uh, he wouldn't have made it in the mean streets of, like, the second richest neighborhood we all, you know, <laughs> yeah. fights in the parking lot. Somebody pulls out the gun. You all run. That's high school stuff, you know. So, yeah. so I think, I think, you know, one thing I benefited greatly from was being on in this area that was fairly mixed. A lot of different people of different yeah. backgrounds. And then I got to start experiencing things as I got older, going to white suburbs mm-hmm. and learning about the differences between a kid who looks visibly different from other people. Even if it's only minor, even if it's only some people, I did not have the same experience as the white suburban kids. I didn't get to live the life they lived. And then I had to deal with the pain that comes with being poor, the pain that comes with not having a community to retreat to or have anyone to be there to be like, we got your back. So I guess it's (laughs) what do I end up doing? Going my own way, the whole way, traveling around the country, leaving and just trying to find something. But I don't have a community to go back to. And that's the point I was trying to make that. The one thing I don't have that every other racial group does have is a community. You just tell me I look white, but then when I try to go to these places, they're like, you're not white. Yeah. Yeah, you made that point. All right, man. I (laughs) appreciate it, dude. I I don't know. I I just don't, uh, you know, you know, I I understand. I understand. Everybody got their struggles, you know, but uh, yeah. So this is what... I just, uh, you know, I could do a whole list of every struggle of humanly impossible you know imaginable imaginable to you right now i could give you the whole list of struggles from my life but uh you know that's that's okay i don't need to so here's here's the point i'm trying to make i really want to meet the group of white people who looked at tim pool and were like no you're not white you're not one of us at worst i i i have actually dedicated part of my career time and energy towards talking about what's going on in these black communities, especially in like Ferguson. What I, what I don't like what's happening in this country is that we are now having schools and institutions decide to implement race-based we, policies. We talked about critical race theory the whole time. We're going to go back there. We're going to talk about it. Again. I'm, just, I'm saying, we, we no, no, I'm saying my point right here. Yeah, we disagree with it 100%. We know right. that. You know, so just Because originally you said, my argument with that was you were celebrating the banning of it and uh, DeSantis banning critical race theory. And I thought you being a free speech, uh, a fighter for free speech, that was hypocritical. That was the argument. You said, no. We agree. And you said, I don't think they should ban critical race theory. That's where the conversation could have ended right there. But what I'm saying right here, the the reason I tell you the story about my background and my experiences is because I don't want to live in a world where I have to tell my kids, like, Lie on your on your race. Lie about your race. At life, life happens, man. I know. I feel you. But life I'd, happens. I'd I'd like to get to a point where we're like, you don't got to worry about writing down your race. You are who you are, and we're gonna treat you like a human being. Yeah. Well, there's a long time before we could, could do that because mm-hmm. America has screwed up everything. America screwed up everything and and uh, hurt a lot of people and uh, murdered a lot of people and jailed a lot of people, and uh, it's not that easy to just go. Hmm. We're all colorblind. There's no color of race. It's not that easy. So there you go. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean, everyone, I'm sure, already knows about this whole thing because, like, of the near fight they almost had, right? But holy fuck, I, I had no idea. There was so much more to this. Like, this wasn't even the best part. This, this was just the viral clip that it was like. You are, dude. Like, yeah. You are that no, guy. I'm not that- Motherfucker. 
Motherfucker! You don't understand! I, I have been systemically oppressed, motherfucker! I'm not a fucking screaming that bitch! You wanna get fucked up? Alright. Fuck uh, screaming that bitch! Let's calm down. You, gotta gotta be man. You, you think you can. I'm could... talking, I'm not that guy! You don't disrespect me, bitch! What did you do to me? Did you disrespect me? Nah, you start raising did your you... voice to me like I'm some sucker? I'm did you laugh sucker, at me? Bitch. Yeah, laugh. Did you, did you disrespect me? I was but nice thought, to you, bro. I was you being start, nice. You raising your voice to me like I'm your son, bitch? You raise I'm your voice to me? Bro, I said, I, my voice I respected you. you, you wouldn't shut I appreciated you. Raising your voice shit. I stopped. Uh, all I gotta say is a uh, big shout out to R.A. the Rugged Man uh, for, I, I'm gonna be honest, uh, doing the best takedown of Tim Pool of anyone I've ever seen. Uh, anyone. Uh, I mean, that includes Vosh. That includes Destiny. R.A. the Rugged Man. Uh, that was... That was like I don't even know if that's TOS. That was that was an absolute slaughter. Uh, that was ridiculous. Like every single thing became more embarrassing than the moment that happened before it. To be totally honest, and the the wild thing about this all is I think Tim just invited him on because he's like, oh yeah, he's a legend because he's on the like the Tony Hawk soundtrack and that's cool and like I just want to meet one. Never meet your heroes. Never meet your heroes, everybody. Look what happens. Look what happens. You know. So there you go. There you go. So you've just been listening to an episode of The Surf Times. And if you enjoy it and want to see The Surf Times, you can go to wearesurfs.com or watch the live shows at thesurfs.tv. And also everywhere social media is sold, basically, thesurfs.tv. You'll find us there, twitter.com slash thesurfstv, for example. It would also help us out tremendously if you could leave a good review of this podcast if you enjoyed it, either on, I don't know, iTunes or wherever you're podcasting. Apparently it does help. And yeah, we hope to see you soon. To our gods, Xander Corvus and Peyton L. Just, we beseech thee to smite down our enemies. To our monarch, Tom Spiker, we are but your humble court jesters, here to amuse you. To our lords, Trevor R., we give thanks for this spit of land for us to eke out this meager existence. To our knights, Merid, Cheryl Alvarez, Ruby Kelly, Ellie Leslie, Alex P., Brandon, Words Greenwood, Nate, that one guy, Hagbird Celine, Matthew Scarborough, Stellar Vision, Ariane McCarthy, Daniel Sutton, Coulter Smith, Val 9000, Jenna Tall, Quiet185, Anna Loves Riley, Omni, Riley and Anna, Poodlehawk, The Tim Caucus, Multimondi, Trevor Yanis, Lemmy101, Anthropophojack, Saren42, Catherine, Radical Maniac, Ramona Costa, Nkosin, Violet Orchard, Sophie Baby, Political Puppy, Andreas Chiringuito, Zach Christensen, Josh Mickelson, Todd Buckingham, and Todd Lajeunesse. We raise our flag in a veil, and we salute you, our friends.